Hello and welcome to Magayon Studios Kasamacast. Here we guest people with interesting things to share, be it about life, culture, careers, and more. We are your Ates and Kuyas, so don't be afraid to ask us any questions. Consider this podcast a time capsule for our peers and future generations to listen back to, but also a love letter to our younger selves. On today's episode, we have my friend John Harvey Torres. He is a designer at the David Collins Studio and also one of the most creative people that I know. He's super talented. Not only does he design, draw, he also plays basketball. And he's such an interesting person to talk to. This episode is split into two parts because I really wanted to show the full depth of our conversation. So in this episode, we will talk about our past, how we got into the creative industries, and some advice along the way. So stay tuned and we hope you like this episode. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of KasamaCast. And today I have one of, uh, well, this amazing human right here, introduce yourself <laughs> because he has a lot of things to say. He's so interesting. Um, I won't cut, uh, take too much, time, too much of your time. So introduce yourself. Uh, JM, you're too kind. <laughs> uh, hello, uh, I'm uh, John Torres. Uh, uh, some of you might know me as Harvey, uh, which is my middle name. Uh, depends on um, where we've crossed paths, really. Um, but yeah, um, uh, thank you for having me, JM. And I'm looking forward to um, what's to come. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been so excited to have you on this podcast for the longest time since um, well, since I called you up for my project. So basically, I, I, I was doing, um, for those of, you, those of you who don't know, I was doing... Um, my final degree project on Filipino diaspora and Harvey was one of the people I interviewed for it. and we got into like a really really good conversation I couldn't even write everything down so I was like okay you know what <laughs> when I get to do another podcast he has to be one of the first people to be on it so I'm really glad that you are taking some time of your busy day to be on this podcast with us nah uh, I, I am I am more than more than happy to uh, take part in this I am <laughs> blessed to be part of it so re- yeah really happy and yeah I'm gonna ask you, you a question straight away just gonna pull you into the deep mm-hmm. end a little bit yeah but, go um, ahead. based on the few following questions I will ask you have you been creative these days and if so what have you been doing have I been creative uh, outside well, of work outside of work <clears throat> Well, quite frankly, I don't. I don't think I, I. I've been as creative as as I've been since um since you know starting my 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 new job. Um, mm-hmm. Probably the reason being is because you know work life and um, I haven't really had much time to do anything. Um, uh, you know, other other extra extracurricular to do with my um with my personal practice. Um, so for, for for those who don't know, um, I am a graduate designer at David Collins Studio, which is uh, one of the market leading um, interior design companies, interior architecture companies in, um, in the UK, working across uh, global um, and um, domestic pro- projects, um, retail, commercial, um, interiors, and I'm in one of the commercial teams. Um, but to be honest, uh, I think I was more creative prior to working at the studio because I had more time. Um, and uh, to be honest, the only thing creative I have really been doing since since starting my job, I started in March this year, um, is 
probably writing my two articles, which I published online in new grad. So it has nothing to do with interiors mm -hmm. as such, but it, it's um, a form of creative writing and I enjoy creative writing. And um, when, when, when new grad um, wanted uh, people to share their stories on how they got into their uh, positions, um, during a pandemic, I was just like, maybe, maybe, I, maybe this could be my chance to share my story because um, graduating uh, during a pandemic, goodness me! <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, my about gosh, it. it was a bloody tidal wave and a bunch of cancellations, a, bun a bunch of uh, unpredictable events that has just affected both both personal and you know professional um, life and. Yeah, to be honest, prior to working at David Collins Studio, I didn't really, uh, I did uh, more creative stuff. So I joined, um, um, what was it called again? Uh, some drawing competitions. Oh, I didn't I did know that. drawing competitions. Yeah, yeah, so I, 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 did, I did some of those. I, I also did a Harvard course. Um, oh, online. that I know about. Yeah, um, I did. Yeah, it's, it was an architecture course, architectural history course, um, run by Harvard. Um, and that was b between three to four months or nine, nine to 10 weeks. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed that and probably one of the best decisions, decisions I've made um, post uni. Um, but then to be honest, one, when, I, when, I, when I started my new job, all of those creative pursuits sort of stopped. Yeah, um, because all that. the all, all, all my focus really is to get creative in my job because that's my that's my that, that, that's what I do um so I to be honest haven't been as creative as as I as I wanted to be um or should have been but 100% feel you <laughs> on that one I literally had people yeah. on my case this year being like <clears throat> why haven't you been drawing why haven't you been painting and I'm just there like I'm so yeah. tired like I don't have yeah I just did a whole exactly. day of work my brain is fried and it's hard to kind of like be creative the whole day or do your job the whole day and then go home and and put yourself in that focus because I don't know about you but being creative makes me hungry that's why I'm always snacking and that's how I gained weight yeah. this year <laughs> not even because of the oh, pandemic goodness me I've gained weight as well goodness <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and to be honest, like I always tell myself, like, well, to be honest, I I I love to do watercolorings. Oh, I mean, yeah. since I was in you know, when I was doing my A levels and when I was in GCSE, I loved doing watercolorings. And there was this supplier selling this nice packet of you know watercolors, and I thought, oh my goodness, I should get back into this. But it's been a year now, and I has I haven't even bought it, and I haven't done anything, and I'm just like. I need to get back into that but that's exactly how I feel about my it's one of those things, things you know. it is just one of those things because okay it's just one of those things it's just in the back of your mind which is like I want to do it but then you just forget and then two months later you're just like I still want to do it but like why haven't I had have time you know, that one, one yeah that's exactly yeah. how I feel about this podcast because I did an episode January February time and then completely forgot about it until recently when I was like you know what I don't know what to do with my life let's do a podcast <laughs> oh. 
Okay, so um, yeah, I totally feel you on that one, and it is really, really hard. And I'm really happy to see some of like you're you're still doing creative work. Like I was stalking your this your Instagram profile, and I was like, there's a lot of good stuff here. I kind of wish oh, I could like I kind of wish I had like the superpower of being like invisible now and then, so I can just like creep into <laughs> other people's eyes and see what they're doing, like what they're working on. But um, tell yeah, us. Yeah. Tell us right now, like, what have you been working on? And is there any projects that you're super excited about that you can tell us? Um, so uh, the thing is, it's very difficult because all, all the projects we're doing is very confidential. Yeah, um, where do I start, really? I mean, the um, creative pursuits in what I'm currently doing. Yeah. That's a question. Yeah, is there any is there an aspect of it or part of the project where you're like, I really enjoy doing this process? Um, well, for me, um, for when we when we start a new project or when we continue a past project, um, we we generally start to do a sort of concept design, concept feasibility, and that's when we visualize, start to gather information, start to research. Um, start to design um that stage for me is when i'm at my element that's 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 that stage um specifically that i really enjoy that i don't feel any you know any sort of tension i'm not i I don't Mm. feel uncomfortable i'm at my element this is this is me this is why i this is why i went into this profession and this is why i love my my job it's this um, you know, working with your team, you know, uh, researching a particular architect or a particular designer. It doesn't have to be interiors as such. It could be a furniture designer. And then collating all these uh, images. Um, and then we package it up into mood mood images, um, which, which uh, sort of depict um, a, bit, uh, a particular look and feel. So whenever we start a new project it could be one massive commercial project or it could be something quite small um me and the team uh sort of we always do this research and it always have to be um very open to new ideas mm-hmm. and I think that's why that's why David Collins Studio does really well in um this sector is because we we don't we don't waste time in um in the concept stages we take our time mm-hmm. we take our time we, we we do it thoroughly but also in a, in a manner that um doesn't restrict us from doing uh something bonkers <laughs> so we're very so we're very open into, to new ideas but we, it has to be very would you concise call it? it has to be concise and there has to be meaning behind it so the project that we sort of started three weeks ago, which we, um, it's a very quick project um, uh, uh, for this stage. Um, it took us three weeks to design the space and I can't really say anything in particular, but we started it with an existing space and we took our own individual rooms or spaces and we did our own research. And for me, uh, in that stage, that's where I begin to start sketching ideas. I grab images, I, I do a bit of research, I do a bit of this. And then towards the end of the week, we 
um, collate all of that um, information and then we see right how, how can we narrow this down to what what could work what can't work um, and then th the following the following week it the, the design might change so it's always very dynamic um, and that's what I like about this sort of process you're on your feet this quite a process lot. yeah yeah and it's really fun because you get to be um, proper proper designers you get to really dig deep into the creative creative side so what what does this look and feel how how does the how does this space relate to the other spaces how does the floor connect to the ceiling how does the is there anything in the way any barriers any wow feature anything that you can touch anything that you can you know so it's always look and feel and very very much um uh very much open and very uh at the same time concise mm -hmm. um i won't say it's a it's a difficult um process but it's so, so it's rewarding. Thorough. yeah it's very thorough because at uni we don't it's very conceptual at uni so at this stage we yeah. we know yeah yeah there's there's nothing technically about any university project that for for for, for interior design interior architecture it's all very conceptual you're making things up as you go along mm -hmm. but then there has to be meaning behind it that's and, hard um, probably yeah um but you know joining the studio ev everyone knows knows their role um but at the end of the day when it's a concert feasibility we just want to gather as many images um you know as many uh points of interest and then we gather it and then we collate it we'd start designing space and then it's it, it starts to come to life and that's why i like um inter interior design because we work with an existing space existing yeah. program um we don't design from scratch although when we get given the brief um there is a certain direction um and then that's when we start to do our research but that, mm. that that's really um this part of the project is where i really come to life and i really enjoy it um, it's a shame it's ended oh <laughs> yeah it's a quick project it, it's a it, it's a quick um turnaround because we we got this this stage up sort of done in within three weeks which is which is very quick yeah so we we had to get help from other other designers because we had a really strict deadline mm -hmm. um but in the end the client really liked it um, that was my own comments and it, it was all all around a very good response um so yeah, yesterday we were so so relieved to know that all the hard work we've done in the past three weeks has just gone to you know how do you a really guys, good response. That's really good. How do you guys celebrate if if a project ends successfully? Do you guys celebrate in any way? Oh my goodness, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like it, it's more like great job. Let's move on to the next thing um, the next. because there's always something waiting there, 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 there's always um there's always work to do we're not we're not completely done because there's always another space or another another deadline not as interesting but it still has to be done yeah um but can't be picky. to be honest when uh, yeah, i can't be picky but the thing is all we want at the end of the day is for the directors and the client to be pleased with our work mm -hmm. and that's what that's what we got um after this concept concept stage 
Um, but the, the thing is, we're also work, working from home half the week, so we oh. can't really celebrate it in person. Yeah. So um, we go into the studio two days, which is two to three days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, but since this Omicron thing, we've just been working from home completely. So Ooh, we yeah. can't really celebrate at all. Can't really celebrate it. Excuse me. Can't celebrate as much because we're facing each other yeah. <laughs> through a computer. Um, I wish, you know, I, if, if this was in the studio, for example, we would probably go out for a nice pub lunch or a nice, you know, lunch in town or something, spend another couple, a couple of hours out, you know, and then drink as well. Um, and that's it really. But there's always stuff to do. That's the thing. <laughs> it's not like good response from the client and the directors, happy, 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 celebrate, celebrate. It's more like, okay, what's, what's the next thing? Because we have, we have deadlines and, part of us you know want to celebrate but we we got we got a job to do and there's always something in line it's really molding we always, yeah we always find time to celebrate though well christmas it's is coming up to do it. Yeah. yeah exactly so what's your <laughs> what's your work from home setup then like have you have you had days has it always been hybrid free or has it only been recently where you've kind of had to go oh i gotta work from home now like what do you how do you set yourself up there especially because you're working in a creative environment and you have to like mm -hmm. bounce ideas with other people but you know how do you get things mm -hmm. in here out well um for me i just need my sketchbook um my, my laptop all the you know I, I do all the you know technical stuff on the laptop like the modeling the the 2d cad drawings mm -hmm. you know making all these presentations um, and all the other boring stuff but uh, for me all I need is my, my sketchbook and my pen and traditional um, that, that yeah 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 just very old school I don't need any any fancy fancy equipment I just need a sketchbook and a pen um, but uh, you know oh gosh sorry <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's my wi-fi oh it's still oh, okay I'm hotspotting you right now carry on okay okay where was i oh okay yeah sketchbook. So sketchbook and pen yeah sketchbook and pen yeah to be honest that that's that, that, that's all i really needed because um all, all the you know all the softwares on my laptop and everything i need when i work in the studio is always you know is is in the laptop i use from home but um we we haven't always um done this hybrid sort of working um in when i first joined it was completely remote so five days working from home and then it changed um in this around july-ish um three months or four months after i joined where we gradually started coming into the studio once a week and then it became twice a week and then it became three times a week until omicron came and now it's completely shut us off from each other which is not ideal and not ideal. we're working from home completely during Christmas time but we we had our Christmas party already which was good hey you um, did it early just... <laughs> yeah we did it early thank god we that 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 happened um before all of this commotion but um yeah uh it's it's uh, uh, what I miss from working in the studio now working remote full-time is the actual um 
uh, interactions I have with with my peers mm. in in a creative sense um we we, we have uh, uh samples library downstairs which is which has all of our materials has all of our samples so if ever we need any inspiration into um something interesting we go down to that team there the ffne team which is furniture fittings and equipment they they, they are in charge of all of the upholstery all of the materials all of the glass metals wow. um all the glass metals you know uh, fabrics and whatnot but um we also have uh, so we have an abundance of materials downstairs which we can always you know put down and have a look at and get inspiration from but we've also got a, a huge um library and set of um, design books that we can also use, which is, um, which also helps whenever we're doing our concept um, stages, because we always need um, another source of, you know, research rather than using the internet. For example, we have a whole team mm -hmm. downstairs who can help us. They they're experts in, yeah, they're experts in anything to do with furniture and anything to do with, um, uh, you know, custom designs. Um, because our work is mainly to design this, the interior space. Their work is to fill it up with all these nice, beautiful pieces. Yeah. And it could be artwork. It could be something um, sculptural. It could be something, um, you know, quite minimal. But um, that's what I quite miss about working in the studio because you have all these um, designers and experts in these fields, um, which is just a couple, you know, steps away from your desk. Um, well, now working from home, it's a bit awkward just typing up and saying, you know, do you know any, yeah, 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 do you know any interesting architect, you know, whatnot, for example, <laughs> for example, I had, like, so someone was researching, like, a specific type of planter for mm -hmm. our space, and it's just, you know, it, it, it feels awkward when that has to be done through 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 a virtual call or a virtual yeah. message just like you know if we were in the studio then we could have you know we have all of these resources and all of these um uh, you know designers and architects that we can you know use ask advice for and use but when it comes to working home it's it's a different playing field you're by yourself but mm -hmm. you've always got you know you can always ping them a message but it's not really the same but to be honest, I like the balance of yeah, I like the balance as well. Because mm. you do need you do need to keep yourself safe and you know stay at home when you can. Mm -hmm. But um yeah, to answer your question, it's just a simple sketchbook and pen. And actually in my first in a, in my first week in my job, um I, I I presented in front of the the studio. Oh wow. Um Pressure. my my uh, yeah, 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 exactly uh my my harvard course sketchbook oh so when i when, when i did the when, when i did the harvard course uh -huh. prior to joining the studio um i sort of filled up my sketchbook with all of the courses and all of the modules because rather than you know yeah rather than writing down all the modules i, I decided to inhabit visually my uh, sketchbook with yeah visually using you know sketch uh, you know drawing all the projects that they all talk about and then we you know we get questioned at the end of each module but uh at the at, at the end of that course i i had a you know a couple good pages of sketches and drawings and then i shared that in my first week on the job and i also told <laughs> i also told the whole company 
to use the pen that I use because it is it is a lifesaver. <laughs> That's <laughs> I so told them, Harvey. I was just like, guys, you should be using this pen because it's a lifesaver. It's well, what is that it's pen? so good. And it's a Pilot G Tech. Oh, how did I know? How did I? How did I guess it was a Pilot? It's just G-Tech. one of those. Just it's just one of those technical pens I've used throughout uni, and I I, I even put it in that presentation because I was even told by, you know, someone you know helping me out I was just yeah. like John you should put that in the age it, you know it's going to be interesting they're all designers anyways so the guys use this pen and then it turns out that people were actually using it Wait. You, you probably have one of these I and don't like know a fun, a fun fact about this pen I, I, I don't know what it's just even when I use this at uni tutors would steal it off of um students yeah because pilot yeah, defects are so they expect, uh, yeah, expensive like five pounds for one pen i'll stick with my um i'll stick with my muji pens. <laughs> oh muji yeah 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 because so, i yeah, in my them. first week yeah yeah so yeah in my first week i just presented all my sketches and I w- that's probably one thing i wouldn't regret because i wouldn't have had another chance to present it otherwise because it just so turns out that week we do friday morning workshops and it could be a guest it could be like an external guest or it could be one of our designers but that week they said does anyone want to present any of their work if you know if you're new what do you want to share anything and then i i, I decided well why not i just share my sort of uh, online harvard course sketchbook architecture drawings with with them and they all loved it so and i snuck in a you know use this pen sort of <laughs> Yeah, use this. Uh, yeah, they're sponsored by. They're not sponsoring it. So they sponsor like... us any pens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a sketchbook is so important. Are you one of those people who just carries their sketchbook around all the time? Because I used to, not anymore. But oh. I, I wish I did. I always carry my iPad around now. But yeah, are you one of those people? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's when you know he's a designer, guys. <laughs> Honestly, it's just just like well, it's just like my sketchbook and a, a pen, and then that's it. To be honest, it's since starting, I've gone through three sketchbooks. Wow. Yeah, since starting my job, and I've been here nine months. I've got three sketchbooks, all filled with drawings and notes, and they're like proper packed with all these notes. And amazing. It's it, it, it's just one of those things, and I don't like even designers who have years experience in this field they even get shocked by it yeah they even get shocked it's just like oh I, I like I, I like your um pencil case john oh i like your handwriting and i like your sketchbook and i'm just like i know but like with designers right shouldn't <laughs> shouldn't we all have <laughs> i used to have a sketchbook lying around like, everywhere so i'm searching for mine right now but, but... yeah yeah but the thing is yeah it's just one of those things yeah i always have it in in hand um, so it's very old, uh, old school. Um, Sketchbooks like a tissue. When your creative juices are flowing, you kind of just like pour it in there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. It just absorbs all that, all mm. that knowledge because it's just, it's just, it's just a really simple tool. And I don't, uh, I was, I was even thinking of getting in sort of one of those digital sketchbooks, just like. Sketchbook. it doesn't yeah 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 there's such things that, that as that and I'm just like oh well what is the point because the the whole point of wait, they, they the manufacturers you know upgrade these designs to then 
it can replicate the feel of an actual step sketchbook. I'm just like, so why are you making a digital one? Why are you making a digital one for like the actual sketchbook? Why can't you just buy a five pound sketchbook? Yeah. And use a pen. And then people are paying 300 pounds for these digital sketchbooks. I'm just like, if it ain't broke, you're wasting your money. It. Just like what on earth is, oh, just like it kills me whenever that, whenever I see that. I've never seen a digital sketchbook. I do use my iPad in to draw because I use Procreate, but that's only because oh. I forget. I'd like to travel light yeah. and I forget my sketchbooks. I go through yeah. like two pages and I forget. And yeah. I have a ha- habit of buying more sketchbooks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like those digital sketchbooks, are, they're, they're like Kindles almost, like handheld devices oh, I know that mimics a sketchbook. The rocket they mimic notebook. a sketchbook. I, I don't know what it is, uh, yeah. it, but they mimic a sketchbook. I'm just like, why would you want something that mimics a sketchbook? Can't you just buy yourself a sketchbook? That's true. It it's 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 uh, what well, it doesn't even <laughs> kill There's... your wallet or kill your bank account to get one. Exactly. To get a digital one, kills. <laughs> and you have to charge it fast. <laughs> but I was gonna say like, there's there's nothing that that beats the feeling of a fresh new sketchbook new pages smooth mm-hmm. pages mm-hmm. crisp no oh, no creases yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly Goodness but me. i'm glad to hear that your company is really fostering your creative growth because during the pandemic mm-hmm. it it's suddenly like okay before i don't know if you experienced this but before i went into mm-hmm. uni and i was really kind of exploring mm-hmm. the creative aspects of things i was going to go in to do fine art actually or something in that uh-huh. field i really wanted to get into st martin's i wanted to do fashion or like drawing of some sort Ooh. but loads of people were nice. like don't do it like you won't get a career out of it blah 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 even going into media i got loads of people kind of tell me okay what are you gonna do work in the bbc or or this and that and i was really stunted mm-hmm. by that but i was like you know what i enjoy it. i'm gonna go into it but during the pandemic mm-hmm. suddenly people started to realize the arts industry actually has so much worth we we bring the entertainment we they realize how much um how much value is in it and um yeah, exactly did you experience that and did you kind of realize wait hold on creative industries is actually like blooming right now it's blooming because like you see people post pandemic no no not post pandemic but post lockdown they yeah. they, they go to galleries they go to these exhibitions yes and I'm just like who does those ex- exhibitions who does those galleries it's artists mm-hmm. so so i guess they i guess they miss something that makes them like, feel something um, yeah exactly but to be honest that it, it, it's it's all about um it's all about those exhibitions really that that has got people um more involved with with art during this pandemic because there have, there have been some really really nice displays like the van gogh exhibition yeah um the immersive one and even the 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 moon and the earth ones you know those big moons and earths yeah have you seen those i've seen them yeah on, on, on yeah TikTok. i'm I just like been... yeah it's crazy but to, th- to, to, to think that like people would would pay to go to those and just really appreciate the art Mm -hmm. um just like see it's not it's not all you know art art, art is not dead it's 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 still growing it is and and it and it is with 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 my course as well that i studied at uni interior architecture it is it it is a it, it is a young course 
Um, if you think architecture has been around for millennia, interior architecture has only been around for a couple of decades. Mm -hmm. um, and then you, you, you see a bunch of new courses um, that, are, that, that are starting that are so brand new, like architectural design with, with digital, something hybrid, hybrid. But yeah. I'm just like thinking that's a degree now. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking that's a degree now. Like right. People are getting degrees from this. So with content creation. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. And so it's still very much growing and it's definitely not dead. I think it's because people were so used to like the traditional art. And that's why I struggled doing art at school or even kind of coming, like going to, I applied to a lot of art universities. And whenever they'd interview mm -hmm. me, I kind of just felt, I don't think you're going to push me enough because you just want me to fit into one of your molds. And that was really hard no. to accept <laughs> Goldsmith. Um, because <laughs> I'm still salty about that one just because I felt like they wanted the same type of person to come in and to come out and um, I, uh, I know I had I had a bad experience one time as well when I oh. came in uh, when, when I was doing those yeah interviews for unis I had this really bad interview when I felt like the, the tutor just put me off completely off that uni right because he I don't know he completely he started going off topic and he started t talking about stuff unrelated to my work started all this negative you know yeah he was so negative to me and I'm just like why why being so negative I'm actually answering your questions and I <laughs> what shocked me most is just like they offered me a position as well I'm just like they wanted someone so, who would challenge them, but not not too far. Uh, oh yeah, it's just like, no, you offered me a position, but you really didn't make me feel welcome in the interview. In, mm -hmm. in fact, you, you, you made me feel very uncomfortable. And that's why I chose, you know, the uni that I went to instead because of, you know, first impressions count. Person represent. Um, yeah, so what? yeah, and I love the course and I love the studio and I love the, yeah, they have good rep and it's just... Yeah, uh, it's a shame that some some art unis or art interviews courses mm -hmm, put off mm -hmm. some students. It's a shame because th they spent time practicing for those interviews. Yet, yes. you know something they, they 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 come out of it a different, you know, with a different sort of view. Yeah, so true. I spent like two weeks, maybe two weeks or more, preparing for goldsmiths. Um, mm -hmm. And I was so excited for it. I bought literally all of my best work for only only for them to kind of drop me down to the very bottom. Everyone had 15 minutes plus to talk about their work. Mm -hmm. And I got mm -hmm. the last mm -hmm. minuscule 10 minutes at the end of the day. And I was just there like, I'm not going to lie. You're critiquing the worst pages here, but I brought them so that you can see the duality. But you're, you're, you're picking at me for work that I specifically told you this is experimental. I just want to show you my mm -hmm. thought process. And that's what really mm -hmm. put me up because you're meant to be um, you're meant to be a tutor to help develop someone to give them kind of confidence and feedback, but to mm -hmm. kind of knock down their their confidence even more when they told you, I'm just trying to experiment. I'm a new person. I'm trying to, I'm, my aim is to explore. That shuts exactly. the door completely. And yeah. some companies are like that now as well in the working mm -hmm. world. They, they just want it to be really structured that um, mm -hmm. I know a lot of people who felt like, okay, I can't, I can't go past this zone now because I'm so used to them being to to, to them telling me, no, just just do what I say. But that's not what you mm -hmm. hired he, hired me for. So steering away from the traditional Filipino career path, how did you kind of like 
you know get from a to b with that what was your thought process and experience mm -hmm. uh yeah so it was definitely a roller coaster and it was definitely not easy um you know but my my, my my dad has a background in architecture he studied architecture in the philippines so i i was um uh, any practice as one uh, so i was always surrounded by his drawings his old school pen and pencil drawings when I was growing Amazing. up um, and I've always loved art and I always did really well in art when I was at school so I was just like well, well do something you're really good at and do something that people you know people um, respond well to um, like my art teachers really responded well to my work so that's why I um, that's why I uh, uh, sort of decided maybe maybe a career in the creatives is is an option and mm. it and it like when I was quite young like when I was an infant for example like I will tell you right now that uh, it, 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 like uh, um, uh, working in a creative um, field was 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 eight. What was your plan so oh, so really? so when I was when I was a kid everyone thought I would become a priest because I was uh -huh. um <laughs> when I was a kid everyone thought I would become a priest because I was always surrounded by um the clergy and I went no, our house was behind a church um and my, oh. my 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 both my parents were part of the choir so always I was always around you know the church and the, that that community mm -hmm. um and then growing up I I I wanted to become a teacher so me and, uh, too actually yeah. Yeah, so I was I was seriously really like like full on seriously considering becoming an art teacher because um because yeah I think yeah some of my cousins back home in the Philippines are teachers and my uncle was my tito he was a he, he was a teacher as well so I come mm. from a family of teachers um and I was just like yeah why not because it's it's, it's a very fulfilling job it is. it's a good it's a good career um and then that was around college time and then I also thought of going into advertising and mm -hmm. um illustration I was just like maybe to become a teacher I take uh, a degree in illustration and then do a PGCE or a teacher training course after that to qualify yeah. as a teacher um and then uh, in in the back of my mind I was also considering architecture because yeah, I know. My friends would tell you they like since year seven. I would I would tell them I wanted to become an architect because I wanted to design houses. Simple yeah. as that. <laughs> but um, really, to when when I was in level, um, you know, architecture was in my sort of the the in my, sphere. In, 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 it was in the sphere. It was it was a whole mix of illustration, architecture, becoming a teacher, or advertising. Not gonna um, lie, <clears throat> architecture just requires so many different facets and mm -hmm. so many different skills mm -hmm. that when mm -hmm. you're younger, you're kind of like, where do I put all of these things together? And then mm -hmm. one day you just mm -hmm. have that light bulb moment. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I started to become uh, deeply, deeply interested in the way interiors are designed. Um, uh, so like, like restaurants, for example, they have great interiors and we you know we spend a lot of time in there yeah family with friends for celebrations for casual you know casual meet outs or just you know before you watch a movie you go to a nice restaurant or yes. after a movie you know whatever but uh, I, I I always love those immersive experiences and all those you know um 
you know the design factors that and what it takes to um, design those spaces I was just like very fascinated and I was just like maybe maybe this could be maybe this could be it I wanted to design these spaces I didn't want to limit myself to designing restaurants because that's there's no such thing as you know a, a restaurant designer but interior design or interior architecture as a profession work a lot in food and beverage so FMB so food and beverage um, mm-hmm. restaurants like cafes and I've I spent four years working part-time in a cafe so hey. I just yeah 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 working part-time in a cafe throughout uni Costa. I didn't know this wait I, oh, no, I did I did know this <laughs> so I worked there part-time for four years and being surrounded in this sort of um, hospitality and whatnot I'm just like maybe it would it would be nice if one day I would design one of these spaces a hospitality space food and beverage space or it could mm-hmm. be a commercial space which is or retail for example so that's all within our scope oh, um, yeah. as interior designers um, so I was just like maybe maybe architecture is not 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 the one because that it, for me that was too technical too many you know you start you start really from scratch when it's architecture and there's a lot of factors to consider don't get me wrong it's a great profession and it's very you know you you get to do so many things mm. um, uh, you know you, you get to um, you know work with a lot of people and you also work with interior designers but for me I didn't I wanted to be solely working on interior design projects um, and that was you know telling my parents that I wanted to do interior architecture my dad was quite chill about it that's good, that's good. <laughs> he, was like, do what, he was just like do what you want you know if, if if you really want to do it then just work hard for it yeah and then my mom on the other hand was more um was there was the was the leaner one she was more you know, uh, why don't you take nursing? And that was since year seven as well. So throughout year seven, year eight, year nine, year ten, she was sort yeah. of, she's, she, she's, 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 she has, she has the medical background, and she, I think she wanted me to be in that background as well because she knows it's, you know, it's, it's, it's the NHS stable. as well. It's, it, yeah, it's a stable job. Um, it's a very respectable as well. Yeah, and it's a good profession for Filipinos because we're, uh, but by nature, Filipinos are very compassionate people. So, true. so, so, so it's it's a very good fit for 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 Filipinos, and there's a lot of Filipinos in the profession, so they know a lot about it. So you always have someone to go back to or someone to help you. Hundred um, percent. But um, I, I told her, well, if I if I love biology, chemistry, all the sciences and whatnot, if I love all of that, you know, throughout my studies in uh, at GCSE or at A level, then mm-hmm. yes, I would be doing something similar um but but you know growing up and having a creative side you know, yeah creative side keen interest in design I was just like I feel like it was my calling I was just like I, I can't force myself to do something I don't want to mm. um and you know it, it I find it I had I've had a lot of conversations like this with my with my peers and my friends, you know, when I was at uni, I'm just like, you know, it's, we're in a difficult situation because most of us, I had a lot of Filipino friends, they, they, in the end, uh, most of them went into creative courses. Um, and I told them, you know, we've got to be proud of this, you know, this is, this is what we want to do. Yeah. We cannot, we, cannot, we, we, we cannot go into a profession that we don't feel 
comfortable in doing, even though we're being pushed to. I know. Hundred percent. You know, they're pushing us because they want us. They, they, they want us to. To, to, to be stable and to not to worry to, about to have yeah exactly things. and they, they already know the field as well but um you know I just feel like it's I just the flashbacks like, you know, are I, I, coming I, back yeah 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 I just feel like I, I keep telling them you know, do your do your creative course if you want to go into if you want to if you want to do something sports related or if you want to do something um uh, if you want to become a chef, if you want to become, uh, uh, you know, something uh, on on the creative side, yeah, then do it. Just like you can't. You'll never you know, know unless you try. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I mean, we we, we have, we've had you know friends and peers who, who who've done nursing who who were in the yeah. society, and you know, I'm not very respect to them, respect to them because it's it's difficult. You know, it's not hard. Yeah, and it's not. It's, it's not easy. It, say? It's not God. easy. It's not. <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's not easy. It's this actually blood, very, very hard. Goodness me. Mm-hmm. Um, respect to respect. Shout out to you guys. You know yeah. NHS. You know. I shout actually out to you guys. fun story. But, Sorry, just to just because I just remembered yeah. when I last saw you in July, we were doing the reading yeah. at Jeff's house, and um, uh-huh. a lot of our friends who studied nursing are now nurses. Were there and. It made mm-hmm. me laugh so much when I understood their inner jokes <laughs> when they would talk about, you know, the, the language that we'd use at the hospitals. So my mom's a nurse. She comes home <laughs> using those yeah, language. My- and I just there, sat there watching. I was like, this is making me laugh because I actually understand what they're talking about, but I can never oh, be a yeah. nurse. <laughs> I know, I know, right? Yeah, it's the same with my, my mom's a nurse as well. So I, even the lingo and even the... <laughs> Yes. even the stuff they were saying just like goodness me it's, it's I've heard all of that before. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's to watch parts of this podcast click the next video or skip to the next episode